Hey. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 57 of the LFC podcast, Beauty, Strength, and Dominance, the three key elements that make women the work of art that they are. I am your host, Mike Larkin, and joining me today for episode 57 is Sessions Wrestler and a beautiful human being in her own right, Miss Mia Annabella. Mia, it's a pleasure to have you on the show. How are you? Thank you. Thank you very, very much. I'm very happy to be here. Well, I got to say this right now, as someone who has seen a lot of your great work in the sessions wrestling, and we're going to tie in and incorporate that with LFC, you are a talent in your own right, besides being like we mentioned, the beauty, strength, and dominance, which really encompasses all women. You have just been killing it on all fronts, and I enjoy your work. Thank you. I enjoy doing it. I honestly, honestly do. I think what's, we'll start from the beginning here, but what really interests me is because I'm, I love the session wrestling, you know, the whole concept. Besides being a professional wrestling fan, my own right, I love the storytelling. I love the overall fa- fantasy type of feel to it. I love the physical combat. So I got to ask you, with what it is, sessions wrestling as a whole, how did you get involved in the session wrestling industry? Um, it was about four years and change, I want to say, and it was with Megan Jones. Nice. Now, I'm going to say this about yourself and Megan Jones, another one who has a very great dynamic. And for me, I look at it like this, because we talk about, you know, everyone's unique when it comes to session wrestling. Some people like different type of preferences, whether it be, you know, you know, the scissor holds, the scissor lock, the head scissors, the whole nine. And that also encompasses great scientific wrestling. So I got to say, from what I've seen with the two of you, I got to say, you two are probably some of the best in the session wrestling as a whole. And you do well by your clientele. Yes. Yes, we had a lot of fun. Um, we were a good match. Uh, we're completely different, which is what worked so well. It was like night and day. What I had, she didn't, and what she did, I didn't. And it just worked so good. Everyone loved it. It was fun. I think that's what you have to do, not just in session wrestling, but in anything that we call life. If you don't really love what you're doing, if you're not having fun, then why do it? You know what I'm saying? I think what's great about you is, and we talk about the professionalism that goes into it, doing right by your client, because I'll be honest with you, and in businesses and just overall in general in certain industries, you're going to have a little, have that person that's unprofessional and really just absolutely ruins it for everybody. But I think with you, you keep yourself a great attitude. You're very vibrant. It really shows within your work and who you all are as an overall being, Mia. I try, I try really hard. Um... I have to love what I'm doing. If I'm not having fun and loving what I'm doing every moment, I'm not going to do it. I'm a parent and having two boys, to me, the time with them is the most important. So any time that I spend away from them has to be worth it to me. And, And it can't be miserable time. And that's why I do everything the way that I do it. I will speak to my clients as much as I need to to make sure that by the time we get to our session, it's going to be a hell of a good time. I don't like, I, I can honestly tell you, I, I don't have stories where I, I can tell you horror stories like I've heard other girls. Um, all of mine are good. I can maybe tell you three people, if, if I even get to three clients, that we just weren't compatible. Other than that, every single one of my clients are repeat clients. I'd rather build towards greater stuff than just have a one night, one night stand is the way I see it. And I think there's got to be something that comes from both sides for that to be reached. And I think it's worth it. See, I can appreciate that because here's the thing, like, and I'll compare this to what we do with podcasting and just in general life, right? For me personally, whatever I've done, whatever endeavor in life, it's one of those things where I'm like you, like, I rarely have any bad experiences. You have good experiences because it's the way you carry yourself. And I'll be honest with you. I was that kid in school that got along with everybody. You know, I wasn't the one to, to pick on people the whole nine. So it really just shows also not just who you are as a person, but just your overall life experience. And I think it, you know, it transforms and transmogrifies each and every time that you do your thing with sessions wrestling or each and every endeavor that we do. But I think that's wonderful because that attitude has got you far. And it really just shows from your like younghood to adulthood, being a young and going into adulthood, it really just shows. Thank you. I I love it. I love working with the girls. I love doing all the different shows. I love traveling. I I love it. I love my fans. If I say it all the time, I am one that goes on Twitter and constantly says, thank you guys, because without you guys, there would be no me. I mean, there'd be me, but there'd be me, nothing, not really doing anything. So um, I, I love it. I love every, 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 every show I can, I can never, I don't, I'm happy 
that I've never had a bad moment that I can do this and enjoy every second of it. You know what it is, too? And here's what I like about you. I'm glad that you actually brought up the social media because I see that a lot on social media. Thank you, fans. You thank everybody. And see, that's wonderful just from the thanks and being grateful and being humble, the person that you are. It's one of those things where I look at it like this. Like, I remember as a kid, right? So, and I do it as well on social media. I say happy birthday. Like, I'm one of the first people to say happy birthday when someone goes, whether it be a friend, relative, or friend, what have you, right? So, it's one of those things where, like, you don't know how much what that person's going through, right? And the simplest of happy birthday or simplest of thank you can really make somebody's day and really just make someone feel good all in all. Yep. That's, I, I constantly play the devil's advocate because you never know what's going on with anyone's life. So, when someone says something, nine out of ten times, it's got nothing to do with you. So uh, that's why I take every, there are people that that do not like each other, that cannot work together. And then you turn around and I work with everyone. I find a way because unless you've really done something extremely bad to me, your experience with someone else has nothing to do with me and I will work with you and I will make it a great time. And that you do. And I think it's one of those things, too, where, like, you also hit the nail on the head. Like, if you're working with someone and, again, it's like, oh, but, you know, I've had a problem with this person. I'm like, well, I haven't had this problem with them. I'm going to work with them. I'm going to try to gel and I'm going to try to do the damage that I can to have fun and make sure that person gets their money's worth, have the time spent. You know what I'm saying? It's not to take it down the spiritual route, but it's like, you know what? We don't waste time. And, I mean, a lot of people don't get a lot of time on this earth. So you got to make the most of the moments, right, and cherish them. Yep. I completely, completely agree with that. See, and that's, and that's the thing. And also just going back to the social media for a second before we get to um, some more sessions and LFC and the whole nine. But here's the thing with social media. Like, there's there's pros and cons because obviously you get to promote your stuff, promote your brand, and just do what you got to do, right? Then there's the negative of just the comments and just people going out, out of their way with these Twitter wars and these battles. And I'm like, it's just all keyboard bullcrap, you know? Yeah. So, it's like, that's why I like seeing, like, your tweets with the thank you. and just I try to stay out of that. I try to stay out of that. And whenever I put something out, I try to not really complain because complaining doesn't get you. I've learned that complaining in life gets you absolutely nowhere. And the more what you put into the universe is what you're going to get back. If I'm constantly putting out negative shit, I can't expect but have anything negative come back. And that's something that I learned as a child. So call me I, I've always called myself a witch when it comes to to me and how I am with people is how you treat me is how I will treat you back and that is something that I can't even control if you come at me in a nasty way you will inevitably get the nastiest person you will ever find now if you turn around and come at me in nice and normal you can get my underwear if you ask properly meaning like anything you ask for you will get but it's about the approach and how you spoke to me. And that's how I try to be with everyone. As long as we're, especially from the beginning, we can build from greatness because there's no nastiness that needs to be thrown in there until you get nasty. And then I promise you, I will meet you at nasty times 10. But I stay away from all of that. And every time, especially on Twitter, I try and I'd rather put good things out and say thank you then put something bad plus like i said i don't really have bad experiences so why am i going to waste time putting that one bad email that came in versus the hundred good emails that came in i don't i don't see a point in in tearing apart one email and then you've got a hundred that you're not even talking about because they're great so i i don't see that that's there's i gotta find balance and there's no balance in that of course. And I think for me, like the whole the good outweighs the bad and a lot of the good in regards to yourself and myself outweighs the bad. I look at it like this. Like you look at the title, like you heard in my intro doing beauty, strength and dominance for the LFC podcast here. Like that's just not the name of a title. Like for me, if I want to go into something, I want to put my my mind, my body and soul in it. Like that's my mindset, you know, beauty, strength and dominance. My mother is the best thing in my life. I love my mother to death. My grandmother, God rest her soul. Those are two powerful women that helped raise me and mold me into who I am. So a way to give back to them, I put out this message, I put out this positivity, and I really encompass what beauty, strength, and dominance in the art form that women are. Like yourself, me, I'm going to say this right now from the modeling side of things. I've seen a lot of your photos, beautiful imagery. You're looking good. We see your vibrancy on your live videos, whether you're in a tub, the whole nine, it's very nice. It's an intimate setting. You have a great visual in the imagery without yourself being the 
But I also look at it like it doesn't matter the shape, size, orientation, creed, nationality, what have you. People are beautiful just the way they are. And that's what makes us as human beings unique and a whole. Yep. I think it's a confidence. I don't think it's really what you look like. It's it's more how confident and how nice you are inside that radiates towards your outside. You can be beautiful on the outside, but if you suck on the inside, that's going to come through. Of course. And I think in life, you know, life gives us obstacles, the whole nine there, but it's how you come through and it's overall the confidence and how you really try to strive and get through the old negatives that's in life and how you overcome the bad. And like we talk about the good outweighing the bad, how to see through the good and just, you know, dissipate and, you know, just get rid of the bad. You know what I'm saying? Negate it, if you will, you know? Yep. So moving on, I have to say this to you as well. LFC, Lingerie Fighting Championships, that is what this podcast is about besides the many great things. And we'll come back to Session Wrestling here. I wanted to ask you, man, the product, we have the LFC Exposed, great uh, reality stuff, reality series now on Viewer Prime, $3.99 a month. We get to see a lot of girls that are from Session Wrestling, like Jennifer Thomas, who does a great events with Session Wrestling. I got to say this, I love the influx of LFC and Sessions Wrestling. And for you, I got to ask you, seeing the LFC on the social media fronts, we got beautiful women in lingerie. For me, we got ass kicking women. It's like Shannon uh, Naps and Victor promotion, right? Badass women, but you know, a little less clothing with LFC. It's different though because in Victor, you know, you have the women's mixed martial arts. We've seen the likes of Shayna Baszler, Jessamyn Duke, and Amanda Nunez going to UFC and WWE respectively. But for me, a lot of people need to just also look over the fact that it's just girls in lingerie, but it's ass kicking women, and that's why I love it. And that's why I can't wait to see what you do in the LFC. Yes, I cannot wait. I want to see where we take this. Well, it's one of those things, too, where I look at it like this, like the overall lingerie fighting championship standpoint, like for me, like when you look at the history of LFC, you have the costume brawls, you have a lot of great events mixed. Like, I'd love to see just what you come out, what your lingerie of choice might be. And also kick gas. I've seen you do a lot of stuff with scissor foxes, cat. You're breaking up. Completely cut off. I can't hear you. Oh, I'm sorry, badass. No, Mike. Hear me? Now I can. Okay, yeah, I was saying, when it comes to LFC, we got a lot of badass women in there. And I, I mean, I want to see what you look like in your lingerie. You got Goddess Anat, Aurelia, Megan Jones, the Scorpion, the Spoiler. You've looked badass in each and every one of your videos, so I look forward to seeing how that encompasses and, you know, transpires on the LFC stage. I love dress-up. That is, that is, that is, uh, probably half of why I do this. <laughs> I mean, I've always been a town boy because I've had a brother and we've always lived in, in like our neighborhood. We were always allowed to play outside. So I've always climbed trees, played football with the boys, done everything. But I love dress up. Um, there's nothing more fun for me than thinking of what I'm going to put on. And, and or especially if I've got full reign of that, um, I have fun with it. I love layers and, and making hot outfits. I think that's most of the fun. <laughs> Especially mostly guys are very visual beings. So mm-hmm. I love to toy with people's emotions. <laughs> now, speaking as the guy on the other end of the line here, yes, I mean, we are, and I'll say that very visual standpoint. Like, I look at it like this. Like You're talking about dressing up. I'll be honest with you, as a kid, I'm a pop culture nerd. In the schoolgirl outfit, baby, one more time. A lot of guys want to see girls dressed in schoolgirl outfits. That's that visual about it, you know, that iconic moment that stands. I lost you again, Mike. No, nothing. LFC front on your Mike. Completely. Yes, I'm here. Sorry, I'm here. I'll repeat myself. No worries. Okay, now I got the. Now you're here. I got you. Yeah, no problem. We apologies for the technical issues there, folks. Brief uh, power connection there, but we're back. So as I was saying there, <laughs> the last part, I'll repeat myself. I think what's great about it is like you look at the pop culture realm. Like when I was a kid, like you remember Britney Spears, the Baby One More Time video. You had the schoolgirl attire, and a lot of guys want to see girls in schoolgirl attires and the overall visual from that aspect in the moments. So that's why I said, whether it comes to LFC, whatever you wear lingerie from, from your badassery, from the head scissors, whatever you use to systematically dissect and joint manipulate your opponents, I can't wait to see how that transpires onto the LFC platform. 
guess we're gonna have to put our heads into that. Of course, I and I, it'll be a good one. And I think with the LFC and the session wrestling and the overall tie-in there, like we mentioned, Jennifer Thomas, first and foremost, Jennifer Thomas, another one of the pioneers with session wrestling. I've seen girls like Sydney Thunder, Kim Chi, here all day. The Temptress Tajima, yourself, Mia, uh, Delight De La Cruz, Chloe Cummings, Domcat. There are so many people and thrived in that whole session wrestling platform and industry going into the LFC and the tie-ins there. A lot of prospects like yourself. I think it's a great mix and a great balance. I think it's fun. I think I think I, I don't I think we should do this more often. Crossing doing stuff like that just gives it gives it a lot more of 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 a uh, like in Spanish, it has more sazón. You have a little bit more flavor of everything. You get different twists of things. You have a little bit more fun, different personalities. It, it makes the pot a lot more funner. Of course. And I think what about it is, too, you have the many with LFC and just have the kept. I mean, you look back to the late 1800s, early 1900s, but guys like Luthez, Pat O'Connor, John, George Hackenschmidt. Then you look at LFC, like it's badass girls in lingerie, but it's like, you know, there's MMA, there's jiu-jitsu, there's kickboxing, there's all different art forms, and that's how you have to view it, like an art form that it is, you know what I'm saying? Because it's, it's all very unique, it's all very different to it, and a lot of, we get to see people like yourself apply your craft, so at the end of the day, it's a very beautiful experience. It is very, it's a very, very sexy experience, I'd say. Okay. Well, I mean, you were talking about different flavors there. I was about to channel my inner God rest his soul, Craig Mack, and start singing Here Comes the Brand New Flavor in the Year, take it back to Bad Boy Records in the 90s. So you also hit the nail on that with that verbiage as well. I love it all. There's nothing <laughs> better than skin-to-skin -skin contact. <laughs> you know what it is, too, when you look at that, too? And for me, like, I'll be honest, I was the kid, when I was a kid, when I first heard about catfighting, the only catfighting I knew was the Miller Lake Catfight Girls, because being the wrestling nerd that I was, WrestleMania 19, when they took on Tori Wilson and Stacey Keebler, they did, like, a pillow fight uh, thing on WrestleMania 19. So that was my fighting room, like, with you, catfighting, we mentioned Mark Gagliardi and Brutal Beauties, like, that whole combative nature from it is just, it's amazing, and it provides a lot of great content for us viewers and consumers like myself. Um, those are actually a lot of fun. I think as long as you go into something knowing that it's just for fun, it can be the, the most amount of fun ever. I think the problem is when, when maybe grudges and stuff get put into the middle, um, then it gets ugly. But as long as you can keep it on the fun and light side, it can be freaking amazing. We had the best uh, 25, 30 minutes of going at it with Sarah. I would definitely do that again. It was a lot, a lot of fun. There was a mutual respect between us, um, but it allowed for a lot, a lot of fun and good strikes, if I say so myself. I think it did, and I think for me, like, as a, again, just watching, like, the strikes, the kicks, and for me, when you watch a cat fight or wrestling out you know the strikes it's all about the storytelling it's you know what it is really it's storytelling but just using your bodies as opposed to like the words you made a storytelling using your bodies and when you both went in there it's all the great story but also like you said it encompassed fun and i think that's what really makes the whole content experience worthwhile because you got two beautiful women like yourself and we get to see a lot of people just provide great content and great storytelling all in all so it's a win-win for really everybody that consumes the product yep and you get to see the hearts that we have yep. You do, and I think that's why I also appreciate the heart. And for, for me, I look at it like this. Like, you know, a lot of people, when it comes to, I think, women's wrestling, women's mixed martial arts has so evolved. Like, I always love the MMA and professional time. Also, the session wrestling as well, because it mixes all that stuff up. You get to see beautiful, strong, heart, and passionate women. I think that's great because, I mean, from the days when you had, like, your Jerry Lawlers and Andy Kaufman's back in the day with intergender wrestling and Andy Kaufman being the intergender champion of the world with that comedy aspect, but it, it's great to see it being more serious and more into the light and just showing what women like yourself and very dominant women like yourself can do and all these combative natured art forms yep yep i must agree, I must agree. i'm hearing myself i can hear you you're fine can you hear me yeah i can hear you but i can also hear myself i just oh, want to make sure you don't hear that double uh, no, you're fine. I'll be honest with you. Well, first and foremost, Miss Meanabelle, let me say something. Double your pleasure, double your fun to croak Chris Brown and dance forever. <laughs> like, come on. 
Hey, man, you, you just freaking start up cloning right there. Two me Annabellas in this world, sign me up. That's a beautiful oh, mix right man. there. I actually said that to someone today. I said, what would you do if there were two of me? Oh, man. Hey, that's heaven in its own right. You know what I'm saying? Your vibrant personality. <laughs> Hello. That's heaven. That's what that it is. Heaven or hell. It depends what you consider. You know, but hell, your hell might be someone else's heaven. So <laughs> I like how you flipped the script on that. I like, I like, how you, I like how you flipped it. That's nice. <laughs> oh, that's the evil side of me. That's not that bad, man. I mean, you know, they say everybody has two sides to them. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you wake up on the wrong side of the bed. Sometimes it's going to be a good day. Sometimes it's going to be a bad day. But it's how you go through the day, right? I say there's seven of me. It depends who you get. Um, it's not really so much the side of the bed I wake up on. It's uh, what buttons you push and who comes out to serve you. Um, <laughs> um, I I think every day you need to take it in stride and, and have fun with it. So if I've got seven different personalities to pick from to enjoy my day, I think it's going to be a little bit more fun than if I only have one. <laughs> so you're, if I can make a comparison to the people here from another pop culture reference, you're kind of like Michael Keaton in Multiplicity in, uh, from the 90s. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. See, I could, I, I'm okay with that. But at the end, as you can see, there was more of Michael Keaton that everybody could, you know, handle in that. You know what I'm saying? But still, it's very interesting. You know what I mean? For me, I like, I'll promote Disney Plus here. When I was a kid, I remember watching The Other Me on the Disney Channel, which starred Andrew Lawrence, the younger of the infamous Lawrence brothers, along with Joey and Matthew. Like, they had that Disney film where he accidentally cloned himself for a science project. And I mean, that was very unique. So you get to see that. A little multiplicity, but minus the constant clones of Michael Keaton in the 90s, you know? So it makes for a great mix. And it makes for fun adventures. You got him at that. With me, it's it's more fun trying to guess who's actually here today. Oh, okay. You see, like I like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like yeah, it's it's like you know what it is. You're you're kind of like Saul. You do you want to play a game? You want to play a game? I yes. Guess, yeah. I, I have friends that say that all the time because I and and I always if you look at my tweets, who wants to play? I love to play for me it's all fun and games everything can be turned into some kind of fun and game like there's no reason why we have to have a bad moment even if you want a bad moment we're gonna make it fun <laughs> of course and i think that's one of the things is you have to make the best you have to make the best out of the worst you have to make the best out of everything you know what i'm saying like we were talking before we got on there like with the covid19 and everything that's going on with the pandemic like i always say to stay positively proactive and obviously the sanitary you know people wash your damn hands and we'll say that on air here wash your damn wash hands your damn hands wash your and damn your feet wash your damn hands and your feet beautifully just said. to be sure <laughs> beautifully said <laughs> but i think what's great is we have to have home gym workouts we get to explore and use our minds to come up with what we could do at home that we usually go to do you know on the outside on the outskirts of our homes and you know but i think it's, it's unique we're all trying to make the best out of what's going on so i gotta ask you besides washing your goddamn hands and your goddamn feet people what is mia vanabella doing there in this time during quarantine um, I've been going nuts. I got two boys, okay? Um, a mom of boys. You know, there was a meme the other day I saw that it said, check on the, mo the, the moms that only have boys because we don't have downtime like tea time, tea parties and stuff like that, you know, book reading time. No, it's WWE Smackdown in my house 24-7. And I have mats that I use um, obviously the business that I'm in. Um, but I also work out. So they're puzzle mats and they're the thicker, uh, three quarter inch, uh, mats. So every time my, the little one sees my mats on the floor, it's like, it's free for all. And he puts on a costume of some kind and then comes out and, and does some crazy things on my mats as I'm trying to do, uh, yoga because I have really bad like I, I can barely touch my toes so I've decided that I need to start trying to stretch so I've been trying to do yoga well there's nothing worse than trying to do yoga with a kid running around screaming and shooting guns and stuff at you because you can't keep your center like there's, this is I'm gonna end up having to take myself to some kind of um in Thailand with the monks away from my children for three months so I can learn how to center myself because 
I'm going nuts. Head, head on over to the monastery, take that vow of silence. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> well, you see, first and foremost, a compliment. I got to say, your boys have, have a great mom and yourself, Mia. That's wonderful. You know, family time is great time. You mentioned WWE SmackDown. I'm going to say this right now. Whether it be on the TV show or whether it just be in general, like it's a verb, it's a it's a SmackDown in the house. I that, say- That's what I mean. Not that he's watching it on TV. No, no, no. I mean, he watches it at his dad's house. But when he comes here, he practices the moves. Oh, man. Okay. All right. Funny story about this. So as a kid, when you're a wrestling fan, I'll be honest with you. My mother, I love her to death, but my mother is also a saint. You have no idea how many times, anytime you would see a top rope aerial move that I would jump coast to coast from my bed and like drop an elbow, drop a yes. boot, drop something. My yes. mother put up with a lot, so I, yes. <laughs> I get it. You know how many times I get rear naked choked? Like if, if I am sitting on the floor doing some kind of stretch and he can manage to come up from behind me, I end up rear naked choked. And you know why he does it? Because he wants me to flip him over my shoulder, obviously, because he's 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 just going to be six now this month. So he's still pretty small. So obviously I, I have complete control of his body. So in one swift um, spin, I can flip him over my shoulder. So that's what he's looking for. See... Okay, that's very creative, and I don't mean to laugh, but that, see, the rear naked choke, that's the common thing, because you're on the floor, you come around, grab him, we'll squeeze him, you know, I mean, that's common, but I, I, I gotta say, I gotta laugh at that, because, you know, they try to emulate what you see on TV, and then, you know, you're trying to get your zen over here, and then, you know, you just... And I'm getting choked out, I'm, yep. and, it, and he's getting good at it, because before, it was like, no, and now, he actually gets me to go, to, ah, like, I get all the way to, ah, you got me. <laughs> All right. First and foremost, I believe you just said he's sex. God bless. Six-year-old, man. That's awesome. Now I got to ask, you said you have two. How old is the other one? The other one's 13. Just turned Uh, 13. Oh, so, okay. All right. Let me ask you from the mom standpoint. He's just starting to get into the teen years, man. That's that's a great time, though. You know what I'm saying? As a youngin'. Um... Okay, so my son is a good kid. He plays uh, basketball. He's the captain of his basketball team. He plays football for his middle school. He goes to a private middle school, and he's got a scholarship. Um, so when it comes to to that, I'm super blessed. Now, if you know me, you have to expect my child to be somewhat like me, mm-hmm. totally inappropriate. And unfortunately, he is totally inappropriate. So life with my 13-year-old is fun. Fun, 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 fun. And I cannot wait for him to get older. Um, Luckily with him, we have a very, very good relationship. And I can talk to him just straight out, say whatever it is I need to say question whatever I need to question and there's no no nonsense and lying I with me there's a couple things that I don't put up with I don't put up with lying at all because you lie to me there's a reason why you lied that is greater than even the lie itself and that comes with anything in business in life itself if you're a client or you're going to be a photographer that I work with or anyone, something, any kind of relationship that I have, and I catch you in some kind of lie, I will probably never trust you again. Because if you would have come to me with the truth, I can forgive and work through anything except a lie. And with my son, that has always been number one. So luckily so far, Everything's been smooth sailing. I only the only thing I can foresee is um, issues with maybe the time by the time he actually gets a girlfriend, I would want her to have her head on straight. I would probably go crazy if he brought home one of those crazy girls. Um, but who knows? For now, we've been good. Communication is number one for me always. And and luckily my kids are are good with that with me. 
see, I'm having flashbacks to when I was a child now because that is that's exactly, and I will say to this day, that's exactly how my mom is with the no lying and communication being key. See, I love that. That instills values, and it's also you're raised and right. Your kid's got a scholarship, thirteen. That's smart. That, I can tell he's he's got his he's got his head on straight. Besides the totally inappropriate part that you mentioned, which is cracking me up. That's great. You're doing a great job with them. Thank you. I mean, it's hard work. I think his dad every day. I gotta. I I I can say that with his dad, we did good so far. I like how you put this so far at the yeah, end. Because you never know, okay? You I never know. know. And he's still only thirteen. You know, I I hope and pray that he continues making great decisions. Um, he's completely and utterly against drugs, which is great. Um he's got his head on straight. Like I said, he's on the, he's the captain of his team. So there, that alone makes him keep himself in line because he knows that they look up to him and the coach turns to him in expecting a a lot more from him than from the others. And I think that's also helping him stay in line. So I think as long as we can all keep him and, and, and the fact that he knows he can talk to me, he can talk to me about anything, whether it be something going on in school. I've, I'm, I'm also that mom that watches something on TV, picks up the phone and calls her kid and says, you know what, if this is ever the situation, you can call me. I'd rather you call me and tell me where you're going to be. So when the police officer calls me and says, excuse me, do you know where your son is? I can say, you know what? My son's a fuck up, but I know exactly where he is. Versus as to me tell the cop, no, my son's at home in his bed. And then I find out he snuck out the window and he's somewhere he's not supposed to be. You see, I, like I said, I can respect <laughs> again. No, I can't. I can truly respect that because it's like the news and I'm having, once again, flashbacks to 630. Do you know where your child is? It's 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 the old bulletin. It's what it is. But yes, I can understand that scenario completely. Oh, yeah. my goodness. But yeah, no, that's, I think, what's great about what we're doing here with this conversation. We're talking about a beautiful woman, a beautiful mother and all that. And I got to say, like I mentioned, the Aurelia matches, the Goddess Annette, Megan Jones, Sarah Brooke, the Spoiler Scorpion. We'll be here all day. But I think what's great about it is I love the goddesses from the Sydney Thunders and the Elite Sirens and everything from that they front. They are. And that's the thing what I love about it, because, again, like so many dominant women like yourself, muscular, everybody's in shape, the fitness, the work, the grind that goes into it. I can respect that because y'all look good. And we touched upon the modeling aspect. I got to say, whether you're online, just in your car, you're driving, saying what's up to the people, whether you're in a bath with I think there was rose petals the other night that you were doing on your. No, it's a bath bath bomb. Bath bomb. (laughs) Thank you. I wanted to make sure I got that correct. Thank you. The bath bomb. <laughs> I love that. That was creative. That was unique. I love it. That was beautiful. Those have presents inside. They have little rings. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. I Like I said, I thought that was very interesting and cool. When you were talking about that, I'm just like, that's cool. You see, that's interesting. And you get to get a different, nice, very appeal, very intimate setting. But you're also answering the fans and you're having fun. Like, I love that aspect of it. Yes. Um, I love all the girls. We're all, we're all so... And, and most of us are actually all such good friends. Um, we talk a lot and, and we're actually very tight. And I can honestly say this is a great sisterhood. I love it. I couldn't be happier with my job and my, let's say, my coworkers. It's one of those things for me where, like, they have, like we mentioned, the fitness aspect, the muscles, just absolutely gorgeous. But I think with me, it's like you mentioned it hit on the head, hit it on the head. I was actually going to follow up that. You beat me to the punch. So thank you for this because it brings me to the camaraderie. Like you talk about the sisterhood, the camaraderie. There's a lot of people, like, from reviews. Like, I've seen reviews of yourself. If you go to your session pile, people love you. There's a lot of great people in there that just take what they do and they love it. They take it seriously, the camaraderie. It's fun. And I think, like you mentioned, it's a great community for a lot of people to get into and explore and try if you haven't. Yes, we do. We all work very, very well together. That's why when guys want doubles and stuff like that, we usually try and make it happen. Because there's no reason, there's no reason for us not to get along. There's not no reason for us not all to work together. The more you work together, the more fun you have, the more money everyone makes, and the more happy, the happier everyone is. 
It is. You know what I'm going to say? And what's great about that, too, is now I'm going to follow up with this because in September, there's a Sessions Wrestling event coming. Jennifer Thomas, we've seen a lot with Darius from Hit the Mat being there. There's a lot of great people that go to those events. So I got to ask you, how excited are you for September? I am itching. I've already started. I've been ordering things <laughs> for that show because um, I've already been told um, that I'm going to be in a certain amount of matches that have already been ordered. So I've already started planning my wardrobes. Whew. Now, you see, that's the you see, you're leaving us in suspense right now. That's what you're doing. You're leaving us in suspense. You got a your imagination, the imagery now, because we got your wardrobes. Everybody can now wait. You see, I saw what you did there. A little, a little subtleties, keeping them wanting more. I see what you did there. Uh, yes. I cannot wait. See, that's awesome. I, I cannot wait because I'm going to say this right now, and you can agree with me from past events and seeing the experience and the overall front, like you were talking about with the events, the traveling, whether it be to Vegas, whether it be like Scorpion, whether it be overseas, the international aspect, it's wonderful to travel and get to meet so many great people. And these events, from looking at Jen's last year event, it's fun, it's great bouts, it's it's contact, it's physicality, it's fun, but it's also just great, like you mentioned, the camaraderie. So I can't wait to see a part of it. Now I'm intrigued more because you got everything's ordered, the matches. I cannot wait to see your getup. I, I love it. I, I've gone to do Monica shows um, I've in, in the UK. Um, we've done shows everywhere. I did Sydney's shows. I love it. The more time we get to spend with each other, Mutiny show will eventually, I guess, come back around. Um, the more shows, the better. I think it gets us all together. It gives us time to have that girl time that we don't always get to have because most of us when we travel we're traveling alone sometimes in pair but mostly it's alone it's not in big groups so when we get to have these shows and we all get to be together it's like being in summer camp with all your friends again kind of like all right i'm gonna take it back here my pop culture nerdiness it's like i believe it was the turtles back in the day imagine me and you no matter how they toss the dice had to be so you know so happy together that's what it is it's like the old turtles happy together how is the weather the camaraderie there was, there was a show it was a uh, camp on awana <laughs> oh yes camp on awana <laughs> we hold you in our hearts um i I, I, I love it. I I am usually that the that's where it comes. I'm I'm one of the oldest, so it usually turns out that I'm like the mama of the group. But I love it. I I love it. We stay up late. We share food and desserts and stories, and we just have fun. We let loose and we have fun. Oh, see, I can appreciate that too. And now for me, I'll be honest with you. I'm going to say this right now. Since you were talking about you're the oldest of the group. Well, again, you also get to – I'm going to say this term, the pearls of wisdom, Miss Me Annabelle, that you have the pearls of wisdom to help with advice and help you know help the gang out. That's a beautiful thing, though, the pearls of wisdom to you know, instill knowledge, help people out. That's wonderful. Yep. I'm, I'm, I'm like midway there. There are older than me, and there are way younger than me. I'm like in the mid-range there. Man, you're putting another image in my head for movies. So for those that have seen Kate Beckinsale and Adam Sandler and Click, you're kind of like the Nick Swartzen when they're at, when he's at Bed Bath and Beyond. For those who've seen the movie, he's he's laying there and he's like, "I'm young again. I'm young again." Well, I'm young. Kind of on the back nine. Is that what you're saying? You're kind of on the back nine. You know what? Look, I I vowed when I was in my like teens that I would never leave my twenties. Um, so it's a joke every year um, on my birthday. I will say I'm like turning 20 something no matter what. And I way past my 20s. <laughs> <laughs> um, and everyone that knows me knows my, my real age because I don't lie about it. I turned 37 this year. I, I don't care. But um, it's a huge joke because in all my pictures, I'll come out like totally celebrating whatever it is that I'm supposedly that year, which I haven't decided this year what I'm turning. Maybe now that since we're here and this year has been so crappy, let's make it, you know, 22. That year after 21 where you finally get to 22 and it's like, what the fuck is this for? That's what year 220 is. 22. That's 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 what the year 2020 is. Hey, we 22. Got... <laughs> I was going to say we got... Because 21 is the one you wait for. I mean, eight, yeah. you got 15, 18, 21. But after you get to 21, you're like, okay, what the hell? 22 sucks. Well, that's the year 2020. 
So you're kind of like, all right, here, I'm going to do you one better on that. I'm going to one-up you on here, Miss Mia Annabella. It's like Blink-182. Nobody likes you when you're 23. What's my age again? What's my age again? So, yes, 22 is the yeah. age. Because, again, 21, you know, <laughs> it's your first drink. It's Selbtor. You just turned 21. But then you get to 22. Like you mentioned, I'll be honest, I had that. I'm 28 now. I just turned 28 this year. When I was 22, I'm just like, okay. Yeah, 21's like, it's like, oh, exciting, you have to drink, or, you know, it's, you're 21. Yeah. First, yeah, first it's 18. You want to get to 18 because you want to be legal, you know, and yep. you want to get, you want to be able to, even if you don't smoke, you want to be able to buy a pack of cigarettes just as say you bought a pack of cigarettes. <laughs> then you're dying to get to 21, and then you get to 21, and then what the hell comes after that? It's downhill, technically, because then you get to a quarter century, and then it's like, oh, my God, I'm a quarter century old. And yep. then it's like you get to your 30s and it's like supposed to be, you know, the dirty 30s, which are great in in theory. But you realize, oh, shit, I'm 30. I'm like a third of the way there. And then it's just, you know, worse. So 21 and then 22 sucks. So we're going to make the year 2020. We're going to label it 22. <laughs> well, first and foremost, I'll say to that, shut up, Miss 37, because you look fabulous. I don't want to hear. See, here's the thing, because there's a lot of great, beautiful women on that and here, and I love them, and I love my mindset of beauty, strength, and dominance. But you at 37, you look fab. You look fabulous. And I will tell you that all day, every day, Miss Meanabella, Miss 37. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. But no, that's the truth, because I'm, like I said, in two years, I'm going to be 30, and I'm going to say right now, I'm dreading it. I mean, dirty 30s, but, you know, it's just you're getting older. Like you said, it goes downhill after after 22 or 21. It, it really does go downhill. And I don't mean to put put it on that, people, because we do get older. We do get wiser. You know, it's a part of oh, life. Boy. Yes. But it's just it, it does get kind of, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you're just not looking forward to the birthdays as much as you were looking forward no. to them all the way up until 21. Yeah. Every year, I mean, as a child, you're like, yes, you know, my kid's like, I'm going to be six. My other one's like, I'm already 13. And I'm like, yeah, I'm 37. (laughs) (laughs) Just just throwing it down. I can't believe I'm being a teen. Like, shut up. I went through my teen years already. I see what you're doing. Okay. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Back to the show. I can't wait. I'm super excited. Um, they're they they're ordering apparently pro styles of me some i get to win some i get to lose i i just want to have fun i just want to you know that song you know my my theme song let's make my theme song girls just want to have fun we'll cindy lopper it yeah uh, get get you first and foremost. God rest his soul, Captain Lou Albano in that video. Oh, rock and wrestling connection from back in the day, people. Captain Lou Albano, Cindy Lauper, girls just want to have fun. One of the most iconic videos ever. Yep, I love it. Um, I I can't wait. It's gonna be a lot of fun. We're gonna make some great. We're gonna film some great content. Um, make some great memories. I can't wait. And hopefully, I mean, I'm I'm. Let's let's send good vibes. We're definitely gonna have that show in September. No ands, ifs, or buts about it. Oh, you like that? Okay, one more, one more music reference because you set yourself up for this. It's like the <laughs> happenings, people. I'll take you back to the '60s. They're gonna see you in September. See you when the summer's through. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so with the, with the weather and how it's been, I don't think summer's gonna be through in September. I think it's gonna uh, ride on through it. Yes. All right. I can't even lie on that one. You got me on that one. I agree wholeheartedly with the weather. Oh, oh, but that's another story. But anyway, the session wrestling event. Good. And then you guys, uh, isn't there an LFC um, show? In September, yes. I believe it's around Labor Day, around the same time as the session, if not the same day. But so, Miss Mia Annabella, get yourself on over to LFC, man. I, here's the thing about LFC, and I just want to say this. There's people like Katie the Bombshell Forbes, who's now an Impact Wrestling, who's come through. We've seen a lot of great people come in, like Civil Star, like Gemma Giuliano, the professional wrestling front. We mentioned the session wrestling tie-in. Mia Annabella, get yourself on over there. Fight, kick ass, throw some strikes, throw some kicks. Hell, put put some rear naked chokes on, man. You know about that, as we were talking about. Put Put a rear naked choke, choke them out. Do you think? Oh, that's one of my favorites. They're all my favorites. I just love the control aspect. I won't even lie. <laughs> I, there's just, there's just something that like gets inside me. And I've realized I'm a lot meaner to boys than I am to women. Like I'm so much meaner to men. 
than I am to women. I have no problems losing to like Aurelia or dying under a, a huge, amazing ass like Mila's. I have no orgias. I have no issues with that. But I do have issues losing against boys. So that just converts itself into this evilness that just enjoys putting men into locks. It's, well, it's, See, I don't even know how to combat that now because I'm just – I'm, I'm thinking of the evilness right now. We're talking about I just love putting men in locks. How about a scissor lock? How about a leg lock? How about a choke? There's a lot of things going on in your mind, man, and I'm going to tell you right now. That's intimidating right there, right now. I don't want to be a part of this. I didn't sign up for this. Hey. You know what? I think the next time we're face-to-face, yes. I should squeeze you. Ah. Uh, <laughs> Hey, I have no objections to that. Sure, squeeze away. I'll, I'll be your. I'll be your. Best <laughs> <home>. It's okay. <laughs> We're gonna put you on the must squeeze list. The hey, there you go. That's a list. The must squeeze list. I'm all about that. I'm all about that. Oh my goodness. Well, Miss Me Annabelle, I will say this. I can't wait to have you a part of LFC. Can't wait to the sessions event. The future is bright for you, Miss Me Annabelle. I'm gonna say this right now. The overture is here. Anytime you want to come back on the LFC podcast and shoot the breeze, I'd love to have you back. It's really been a pleasure picking your brain and shooting the breeze with you tonight. Thank you, love. Anytime. Hey. I had a blast. Oh, thank you. Please. You had me at squeeze, man. Friggin' the must, the must squeeze list. You know, I, I'll be honest with you. If there is such a list, I'm proud to be on it. You know what I'm saying? Well, that's also the thing. Not to not to like ramble on this, but that's a part of session wrestling. The squeeze aspect. You know what I'm saying? The squeeze, the tightness of the locks, the whole line. The squeeze aspect is a big part of it. Main squeeze, the whole squeeze, nothing but the squeeze. Put that Ooh, on a t-shirt. And mamas, and mama's pythons love to squeeze. Oh, <laughs> Put it on a T-shirt. That's money right there. That's money. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to make some kind of T-shirt. We're gonna have to. Oh my goodness. Well, uh, I cannot wait to see what the future holds for you. I'll, oh, one thing I had to ask you before I have you from social media. I did see something with you and Mark Gar- uh, Mark Gagliardi. Excuse me. Uh, talking about is there a podcast that's going on with yourself and Mark Gagliardi? Or what, what did I see on Twitter about a podcast there? Yes. Um, we are in the works of um, starting our own podcast. Since everyone hates him so much, I figured it would be a great freaking show. Okay. See, I will add, first and foremost, you have a listener already in that. I'm not going to lie. I will definitely listen to that when that happens and that comes into fruition. See, I, you know what it is about podcasts, and I'll say this right now as a fellow podcaster, resonating and generating with the people. There's a lot of stories to talk about with the cat fighting. You have your vibrant energy. Mark is who he is, but he's very blunt and he's very honest. And I think a lot of people, I don't hate Mark. I've had very nice conver- conversations and you know interactions with Mark. So for me, that's a win-win right there. And I think a lot of people can resonate and generate and relate to some of the stories that you all tell on your show. Him and I have a great, we have a great um, chemistry we bounce off very, very well off each other. And we have, he has a huge respect for me. So I think that'll work. Um, on top of the fact that, yes, I feed off the fact that a lot of people do not like Mark. Um, I love that. I love asking him all the questions and uh, putting him against the wall to have him react to things just to see people's reactions. <laughs> I love that. So I can't wait. Um, and for as many people as hate him, that same amount of people love him. And that's what's going to make our show so great. When everyone really starts to realize um, what, how good of a relationship he actually does have with people. And how much people actually do respect him. And how he does have a great insight with all the years that he's been in this industry there are things that he knows that a lot don't things that he's seen that others have never and that's what makes his opinion so interesting and that's what a lot of people don't realize and i can't wait I cannot either. Like I said, I'll be a first listener when that all comes into fruition. Now, do we have a name just to make sure I have it correct? What is the actual name? Uh, Did he? I don't know if he's actually spit that out yet. Have he spit that out yet? I have not seen it. 
I haven't seen anything yet, so I wanted to get this. But he put a poll up asking, um, but he hasn't spit that out yet. Um, and I think what we're waiting for is for some of the, the stuff to actually come in because we placed some orders um, through Amazon for the stuff that we need, like the mics and stuff. And apparently because of the COVID, some of the stuff hasn't been shipped and it's like the more important stuff. So oh. we can't start until we don't get it. So um, I promise as soon as he wants to, I just don't want to spit it out there and 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 take away his little spotlight on that one especially that he's been hand like dangling it over everyone's head um but i promise it's gonna be a good one we're gonna have lots and lots of fun um i can't wait to show you guys um all the different guests and stuff and all the different ideas and stuff that we've got planned um and just really have fun with it I, I'm, I'm tired. I, COVID made, honestly, this, this whole COVID made everyone so freaking nasty. Um, it started to show everyone's inner nastiness because they no longer could hide it. And it all came and spilled into social media. And I think it's time that we all turn around and start making some good out of this in some way or another um and 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 see where it goes maybe the podcast will help make a couple bridges that 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 need to be made and and we can continue all growing as a whole there are so many fights going on inter like in between everyone that i think there needs to be a lighter side of it and and maybe the podcast will will help on that a little bit. Call me call me uh, glass half full all the time. See, I like that whole thing because also true. You need some positivity, need some funness with what's going on in the world with the pandemic. We've seen a lot of protests and rioting. The world there's a lot of crazy stuff going on in the world. So I mean, it doesn't help to shed a little light, positivity, and fun. So I like your style. Yep, I think we need it. We definitely do. And you know what else we need? We need a lot more of Mia Annabella in this world because people, beautiful woman, beautiful mother, you are an incredible package and an incredible human being. So this is where I step back. Ladies first, promote the social media where people can follow you, Miss Mia Annabella. Please go right ahead. Okay. Well, I made everything pretty easy for you guys. My Instagram and my Twitter is both the same, at Mia Annabella 83 So it's at M I A A N N A B E L L A 83 my email is at, uh, is sorry, MiaAnnabella83 at gmail.com. My OnlyFans is OnlyFans uh, backslash um, MiaAnnabella83. Um, everything's the same. You can find me on all of them the same. and made it really easy for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> and she's trying not to laugh because MiaAnnabella83. Did you guys know MiaAnnabella83? I love that. Very simple. Everybody can check you out and definitely check yeah. her out. Your OnlyFans is great. You're looking beautiful as always as well. A lot of great videos on the OnlyFans. Oh, you're so welcome. And I got to say this about you. Because we were touching upon this with the lingerie, and I can't wait to see you in LFC fight. So many great names, like I've mentioned, from your Jesse El Toro Santos, Tommy Gil the Temptress Tajima, Jennifer Thomas herself, Jenny Bloody Valentine, Ali Baby Doll Parks. I got to ask you from the lingerie aspect, because I had a prospect on, and we were talking about the great lingerie's. What kind of lingerie are we thinking for your end when you definitely come into the LFC as a fight? What kind of lingerie are we looking at there, Miss Meandabella? What can the fans expect? I don't know, honestly. Um, I'm a very moody person, um, so I'd have to maybe see who I'm going up against um, before I can decide. Um, I don't know. I've been so busy working on thinking on the stuff for for gens, and that's because I know the kind of um, fights and stuff that I'm going to be into, so it's been making it easier. It's easier to um, think of costumes. I haven't really thought of what I would put on for you guys, but oh, well, in a way that's also good in a way because too keep them guessing, keep them wanting more. See, oh, See I always gotta keep you guys wanting more. 
Always, I gotta keep myself. Listen, if 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 I gotta keep myself wanting more, I'm gonna make sure I keep you guys wanting more. It's the only way to do it. Um, but I love I love my cat suits. I will say that. Um, but uh, I don't know, cause with you guys, I'd probably want to do something where it's um, two piece. Maybe throw in some stockings or something to make it hot. I gotta think about it. I was going to say, if you do do the cat suit, I got two words for you. First word, me. Second word, ow. So. <laughs> <laughs> I got one on today for you that uh, came in. Yes. I sent you a picture. I did. First, and let me tell you something before we do the <laughs> sign-offs and plugs. This woman right here, this lovely human being named Mia Annabella, the cat suit, looking good. Looking good. Emphasis on the good, Miss Mia Annabella. Thank you very, very much. I love me my cat suits. They just, um, I don't know, they just make your whole body look amazing. Hey, man, if Halle Berry can pull off as a Catwoman, and I'll be honest with you, I was a young teen, almost 12, 13, when Catwoman came out. People talk about crap on the movie, but looking at Halle Berry in that Catwoman suit, Cat, Halle Berry doing her thing. You can't, can't go wrong with some Catwoman, some cat suits. And I, 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 will, I will tell you I'm more of a Michelle Pfeiffer. Catwoman. Me, me too. Amen on that one. <laughs> I have that costume. Um, I'm I, I I fell in love with Michelle Pfeiffer, and um, although Halle Berry is beautiful, I will not. There's no knocking her. I just I'm faithful to my Michelle Pfeiffer. I can't I can't I can't see when I think of Catwoman, I think of her. I think of of that one. The Michael Keaton um, yeah. Catwoman. That's that's where I go. <laughs> I can't help it. No, I can appreciate that because you look at Michelle Pfeiffer as Catwoman and you also get to see, that's like with the Batmans, you know, because people talk about, you know, well, the original, obviously, Michael Keaton and Jack Nicholson, and people talk about early Batman, like the TV show with Burt Ward, Adam West. But what's great about that, too, is, like, that's the OG right there. That is the first official Batman. So I can respect that, taking it back to the OG. Yeah, it's like my, I love, I love all, I, I equally most, especially Heath Ledger and, but for me, Joker, when I think of Joker, I think of Jack Nicholson. Yes. See? I can't help it. I, I can't help it. It's just, it is what it is. Um, I've always, I, I, when I think of Joker's personality, that's the one that hits me. I love all the other ones. Don't get me wrong. Um, he he did an amazing job, but um, and Leto's was okay. But I, when I think of Joker, when I close my eyes, I've got Jack Nicholson. It's it's something about his entire like smile with it. I I, I don't even know. It's that. I feel, you. I feel you on that, and also because when you say Michelle Pfeiffer, I think '80s Michelle Pfeiffer. Well, besides Dangerous Minds, and you had Gangsta's Paradise playing on the soundtrack, I also think of Michelle Pfeiffer and Scarface because, again, I love me some Scarface. One of them. Uh, see, I see. I can tell yeah. by their reaction. Yep. She is. She's. She's. She's beautiful. She's always been. Her. I. Don't get me started on a beautiful woman. We will be here all night long. That's okay. Last thing I'll <laughs> mention about Michelle Pfeiffer. I remember as a kid. So 2000, the movie came out. I remember because my mom purchased it on VHS. I was eight years old. My mom loved What Lies Beneath with her and Harrison Ford. Mm -hmm. Oh, yes. Yep. So I get it. I get it with Michelle Pfeiffer. I remember the movie with Harrison Ford. That was a book while movie. That was two years before I graduated. It was sophomore year. Hot damn. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Make us both feel old. All right. <laughs> what do you mean you were eight? Okay, for, for, you were eight. Hold, hold on, man. I'm 28 now, so I'm still, I'm getting there. I'm just no, saying. No, but you were I'm eight just... at the time. I was already close to 17. Ah, hey, man. I'm just saying. You, you feel how you feel, you know? Talking about going, talking about 17. Edge of 17. Put on some Stevie Nicks. There you go. There's another reference. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so for Mia Annabella, I will say this. Before I do my plugs, do you have any final words for the fans? The fans of Mia Annabella. Mama Mia, Mia Annabella. Thank you guys always. I love you guys. I thank you guys immensely. If it wasn't for you guys, I would not get to do the fun stuff I get to do daily. Um, feel free to message me whenever you guys want. 
I love hearing from you guys. I'm here. I'm an open book. Hit me up. And you can check out this podcast on SoundCloud.com slash LFC, LaundreFC.com, LaundreFC on Twitter, LFC MMA on the Instagram front. You can check it out on Stitcher, Anchor, Google Play, iHeartRadio, CastBox, wherever you get your podcasting platforms, WrestlingWithWrestling.com, and so much more. You guys can check out the official LFC podcast, Beauty, Strength, and Dominance t-shirt on Teespring. Get yourself an LFC podcast t-shirt. We got shirts. We got tanks. We're doing it up on the t-shirt side of things. And, uh, yeah, just adhere to the message. Beauty, strength, and dominance are three key elements that make women the work of art that they are. Beautiful woman, beautiful talent, a beautiful mom. That is Mia Annabella. So, Mia Annabella, thank you so much for your time. No, thank you. All right. For Mia Annabella, my name is Mike Larkin. This will conclude episode 57 of the LC Podcast, and I'll talk to you in the next episode.